Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Today I'm going to start a new series of teaching. And the name of this teaching is the series called The Blessing. We're going to learn deep in the Bible about the blessing, not a blessing, the blessing, T-H-E, the blessing, the blessing that God gives to man. Even though some of you may think that is a simple message, but I learned one thing about being a Christian is that our life is destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. Therefore, it's a job of the pastor to educate members And sometimes you think you know, but you don't really know. When you know the truth, the Bible, then what happens, it will develop faith and expectation. Then you will fight a good fight of faith for it. If you don't know what belongs to you, you don't know what God plans for your life, you will never expect. And you just live day by day. Like I like to say this all the time. Whatever will be, will be. You just live day by day. Whatever the devil attack you, whatever come along in your life, you just let it go. And you just flow with the stream of water. You, whatever. You go downhill, go downhill. I don't care. But when you know what God has for you, and you know what belongs to us as the saints of God, then we're going to expect. We have faith. And we're going to fight for not only ourselves, but we're going to fight for our kids, grandkids, and our church member. So in this teaching, we're going to talk about the blessing. Let's start from Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 28. We start from the book of Genesis chapter 1. Starting from the beginning, the blessing is in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living things that moves on the earth. The Bible say in the book of Genesis chapter 1, 26, that God say, let us make man in our own image. So God created man by his spoken word. He spoke the word. He said, you notice that when he say he want to have the sunshine, the light, he say, God say, let there be light. When he want to create an animal, God say, the animal come up. So he spoke the word of dominion, the word of authority. This is the way God works. God have faith in his heart. And then he spoke the words of faith out. Whatever is not existent, become existent. God spoke the word. And then the dust formed into the physical body of Adam. After he spoke, the dust become a man. But at that beginning, that man, that dust that become a grown-up man, was lifeless. He did not have a spirit. Then the Bible say, God breathed the breath of God. God breathed the spirit upon him. And the spirit of man came into that lifeless body. So this is how God worked. And this is how you and I work. Okay? I want to teach you one of the most important principles of Christians. How we walk in the spirit. We know the truth inside us. We have faith of the truth. Then we speak the word of dominion. We speak the word of authority to the situation. 
And then the Spirit of God moves and something happened. The same thing when he created man, he spoke that does become a grown-up man. Then the Holy Spirit moved. He breathed the breath of God, the Spirit of God. Then the man became a living, breathing, speaking soul, spirit, and body. The man become alive by the faith of God, the speaking word of God, and the spirit of God. So from now on, everything in your life, your business, your work, your family, you see the situation, you have faith according to the word. That's why we need to know the word. And we speak the word of God with authority and faith. If you have, for example, sickness in your body, you speak the word. You say, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Then you depend on the anointing. That's why our church love to lay hand on people every other Sunday so that you can get more anointing. When you have more Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit move and whatever dead in your life become alive. Financial death become alive. You get blessing. Physical death or sickness healed by the spoken word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Adam's life force came from two sources, the spoken word of God and the spirit of God. Because the spoken word of God has dominion and authority. Therefore, humans who are created by God tend to seek to have dominion, tend to dominate other people. That's why some husbands dominate the wife, because they were created by the word of dominion, but they use that dominion in the wrong way. In fact, man and woman were created in the image of God, and God gave dominion to mankind to not dominate another man or another woman, but that dominion was used to dominate the handiwork of God, the creation, the fish of the sea and the birds of the air. God gives you dominion to have authority over your own circumstances, your own situation. God never says you have dominion over people. You never force anybody. You don't try to control anybody. The dominion you have, the authority you have is for your own circumstance. So Adam became the living, speaking, breathing soul, spirit, and body. Do you notice one thing? That other animals in the world don't speak. We are the only living creature on earth that can speak like God. Because we were created in God's image. Therefore, we can speak like God. And we can have faith like God. And we can know the truth of God and we can speak the truth of God and the spirit of God can be up in our spirit so we can function like God himself. We can speak, we can know the word, we can have faith and we can have the Holy Spirit inside us to move, to hover the creation and move and make things happen. Amen? Amen. We were created in the image of God. That's how God created the universe. That's how God made things happen. Therefore, we have the mouth to speak like God. And we can have authority and power through what we say through our mouth. We can speak blessing or we can speak curses upon people. We can bless our kids or we can speak failure. We need to use our mouth to Exercise authority in a godly way. Speak the word. I always speak to my wife. You're going to have a long life. You will be healthy and strong. You shall be anointed. God going to use you. Da, I speak the word of blessing upon Pastor Da all the time. She just went to have a physical checkup. The doctor said that, wow, your health is amazing. Her eyes can see at night everything clear. Because we keep speaking good health to her. We need to keep speaking the word of authority to bless people. Now, in order to live a life of authority like God, we need to follow God's example. 
When God created us, humanity, He created us in His image. What is His image or attribute? Love, joy, peace, faith, gentleness, mercy. So that's why it's so important for believers to grow in the attributes of God. I mentioned to people in Minnesota that the reason we have the fire of God in the church, the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit, is to burn all the tongue that doesn't look like God inside you. Get them out. And put the attribute of God inside you. Because the more you become like Him, the more love, the more joy, the more faith, the more kindness and compassion. Your speaking word become more powerful. And you can see more miracles in your life. You can speak and the Holy Spirit move for you because you have the character of God on the inside of you. You change your character to be like God, the attribute of God. You believe that your speaking word has authority and dominion. And then you are full of the Holy Spirit. Then your life will walk like God on earth here. You are not God, but you walk like Him. You are like Jesus. That's how Jesus works as well. Jesus said, the work that I do, you shall do also. And greater work than this, you shall do. So we can walk like Jesus on earth today. Unfortunately, many Christians don't understand all this principle. They just live day by day, and just wait until they die and go to heaven. They never have victory in this life because they don't know how to exercise dominion. Man's spoken word can have authority over the handiwork of God. God has authority in heaven. When God created the heavens and the earth, He has authority to rule everything on earth here because He was a creator. But God is so merciful. He gave that authority to man. He handed that authority to man and tell man or Adam and Eve that you have authority now in this planet earth. So God has authority in heaven. Man has authority on the planet earth. We receive the authority. He delegated the authority to man. And you are human being too. So you can have authority. I'm going to explain to you in a minute that how we can get authority back. Let's look at 27 and 28 one more time. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, God spoke, created them. And then God spoke again. He said to them, be fruitful. God blessed them and God spoke to them. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air. And over every living thing that moves on the earth. The words of blessing were the first thing that hit the eardrum of the living man. When the eardrum of Adam start to function, when the temporal lobe of Adam and the frontal lobe of Adam, temporal lobe, frontal lobe, the language that gets into your ear, you can understand because the temporal lobe on the left side, if you are right-handed, and the frontal lobe on the left side, receive the message from your eardrum and it interprets into language. So when the brain of Adam and the eardrum of Adam begin to work, the first word that Adam heard is not, how are you? It's not, are you hungry? It's not, do you want a girlfriend? It's not, do you like to eat bun thit neung or not? The first words he heard was, I bless you. The words of blessing were the first words that God spoke to mankind. I can imagine. Okay, let's imagine. Adam became a grown-up man in front of God. And all the angels were watching. When Adam became a man, the angels all silent. Watch. They were watching 
to see what God gonna speak to the man. They all quiet. Can you imagine right now? Angel all quiet. And then the Father, God, spoke the first word to Adam. I bless you. Ooh. All the angel. Oh. Now, after he said, I bless you, he gave them the task to do. He said, I bless you. And then the next, the next thing in the minds of the angel, they think, why God bless him? What was the reason God blessed the man? They're still quiet, still listening. So the angel was listening. God continued to say, okay, I bless you for what? Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over living things that move on the earth. When God spoke that, all the angels, whoo, now we are looking forward to see Adam and Eve multiply, fill the earth. Oh, we're going to see the big scene now. This is a good movie to watch. We're going to see Adam and Eve multiply, fruitful, and fill the earth. They heard that. They know the job of humanity now is to fill the earth, to multiply. To be fruitful. And after they heard that sentence, God turned to the angels. Hey, all of you, you are commissioned now. You are authorized now to support this couple to get the job done for me. So the angels of heaven uh, were commissioned and authorized to support all of us to get the job done for God. Now they have the job to support mankind. You see the picture here. When you read this scripture, you may not think that deep, but I try to explain to you what was going on in the creation, the time of creation. And after that, the angels were waiting to hear what Adam was supposed to say back or talk back to God and what to do. God created Adam and Eve. And the first thing he did, he blessed them. What does it mean? God say, I bless you. Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. What does it mean? It means, when God say, I bless you, it means God in the boat and empowered Adam to get the job done. Everyone say, in the boat. Everyone say, empower. So when God say to Adam, I bless you, multiply, fill the earth, it means two things. Number one, he gave dominion and authority to mankind. Can you imagine if you break the law of the country and the police officer come to you without a gun, and just try to catch you. But he has no power. He has no gun. He has no knife. He just come with bare hand and you're bigger than him. And no jail, no court, nothing. No power to maintain the law of the country. There's no power at all. Do you think that authority is going to mean anything? No. Authority must come with power. That's why you see police officers have gun and knife and everything because they need power to maintain the authority. So when God said, I bless Adam, I give him dominion and authority to rule this world, to expand, to fill the earth. The word blessing means I give you power. By human own strength, we cannot expand the Garden of Eden throughout the world. We can expand the blessing of God, the Garden of Eden throughout the world by the power of God only. Are you following me? How did Adam carry 
the commission that God gave to him to multiply, to fill the earth, to expand into the whole earth. He could not do it by his own strength as a human being. He could do it by the power of God. He could fill the earth by the power of God. Therefore, the idea of blessing is not just about having good money, good salary. Actually, the blessing—that's why I use the word "the blessing"—is not a blessing. The blessing, the idea, is about having the power and dominion and authority from God to get the job done for Him. And when that blessing, the blessing, is upon you, come upon you, it will flow out to touch people around you. Amen. It will wherever you go, you bring that. Authority and power and blessing with you to wherever you go. You remember Joseph. Joseph had a blessing. Even he went to jail. He still became the head of jail, and he had a good time in jail. He became a slave in Potiphar's house. He became the head of the slave because the blessing of God followed him everywhere. Wherever he went, he has the authority from God. He had the dominion. He had the power from God to get the job done. When he went into Egypt, he became the prime minister, not because he's a great man, but because the blessing of God was on him. If the blessing of God was on somebody, wherever he or she goes, the blessing will go. The power and the dominion, and the atmosphere in that place will be changed. The things will be changed because God gave the power to be able to produce, to multiply, to be fruitful, and to touch other people's life. How many people want the blessing? Yeah. I want the blessing. Yeah. Um, this is just introduction today. Okay, I'm trying to explain to you the word the blessing from the book of Genesis. Everything around us, when we have the blessing of God, we shall prosper, shall do well, shall multiply, and be successful. So the first words that Adam heard from God was "Be blessed." He was a grown-up man. God did not create Adam as a baby; He created Adam as a grown-up man. And He blessed Adam. He put the power into Adam's life, and He put Adam in the best place in the world. That is the place called the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden was only a piece of land. I don't know how big, but it was in Iraq. In Iraq, a piece of land in the Middle East. It's not the whole world yet. It's just a piece of land. In that land, there was the tree of life, and there was the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. In that piece of garden, there was no sin. There was no sickness. There was no death. Adam was created to live forever. There was no curse. There was no accident. There was no hurricane. There was no earthquake. Enough food to eat. No lack. There is a good relationship with God. The presence of God come in the cool of the day. God show up. Adam and Eve had good relationship with God. When we talk about the Garden of Eden. It's not just a piece of land, but it's a place in your life that is full of prosperity, good health, good relationship with God. No sin, no demon, no darkness around there. It's a good place, the Garden of Eden. And God say, "I put you here into this wonderful place. You are blessed. You multiply." And God say, "I empower you. I bless you to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth." When I became a new believer, I read this scripture. I thought that, oh yeah, Adam gonna have a lot of babies with Eve, and he's gonna fill the earth with a lot of babies. I misunderstood. I just interpret this as a physical level. It means that the couple gonna have a lot of babies and a lot of grandchildren, and gonna fill the earth with a lot of kids. But actually, it's more than 
just having a lot of babies. When God said to him, "Be fruitful, I bless you, and fill the earth," it means number one, Adam and Eve gonna be producing kids, and not just kids, the kids that love God, the kids that know the way of God. These kids gonna be blessed, and these kids go anywhere. That place gonna be blessed. These godly children will fill the earth. That's number one. Number two, when God say, "Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth," it's not just only have human being fill the earth, but it means that the Garden of Eden will expand out to fill the earth. Uh, that small piece of land in Iraq will expand out to America, to Europe, to Thailand, to Philippines. The land, the Garden of Eden, could get bigger. And bigger and bigger, the land is full of prosperity, no lack, no poverty, no sickness. God give Adam power to not only fill the earth with human being, but to expand the land of blessing. They themselves are blessed. Everywhere they go will be blessed. They're gonna expand and multiply the blessing to everywhere. In the whole earth, amen. Now you understand what it means to have the power. How can one man being blessed? How can one man bring the blessing to the whole earth? Adam, he cannot do it with his own effort. He has to do it. He can expand the Garden of Eden only by the power of God. Amen. How many people want that blessing? Everywhere you go. The Garden of Eden can happen there. You go anywhere, there will be prosperity. There will be good health. People around you shall be blessed. People gonna be uplifting there because everywhere you go, you are blessed. Amen. That is the original plan of God from humanity. Everyone say that plan is for me too. Is original plan of God. God never changes His plan. He still want the human being that He created you and me to be blessed and to expand and multiply the blessing of God, the godly children, and the Garden of Eden all over the world. It did not matter what out there in the earth outside the Garden of Eden. By the power of God, by the blessing of God, Adam was able to keep expanding. Expanding and getting rid of whatever is not in the garden, and fill that land outside the garden more, expanding out to have the more garden out there. No matter what outside may be dinosaur, it doesn't matter. As he move out, he expanding out. All the bad things cannot be there anymore. He gonna bring the blessing to every corner of the earth, multiply and fill the earth. He has dominion. He has authority. He has spoken word, authority of the spoken word. He has a power to get the job done for God. Unfortunately, Adam lost that authority and power. He lost it. Genesis chapter three verse nineteen, because Adam decided to disobey God. The Bible say he lost the blessing. He lost the power. He lost the authority. He sold authority and dominion and power to the devil. He disobeyed God, and what happened after he disobeyed God? In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. How you can keep the blessing? How can you keep the authority? How can you keep that power inside you? Very simple, obedience. Everyone say obedience. Because Adam disobeyed, he lost authority. Let's look at what the Bible say in Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, verses one to fourteen. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, one to fourteen. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. 
to observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because why the blessing come upon you? What is the reason? What is the key to unlock the blessing from heaven? Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be in the fruit of your body, and the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, and the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out or any time. You will be blessed any time, twenty four seven. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command. Oh, I like that. The Lord will command, not a blessing, the blessing. The same blessing that he spoke to Adam, the blessing, the same blessing. You look so excited here. I'm so excited when I read all this scripture. You, some of you, are like, you look so excited. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. And in out to which you set your hand, and he will bless you. The same thing happened to Adam. He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to Himself, just as He has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, then all peoples of the earth. To see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. I like that. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you His good treasure, the heavens to give the rain to your land. In its season, and to bless all the work of your hand, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head, not the tail. You shall be above only, and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, yet so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day. To the right or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. The conclusion is the blessing of Adam will come back to man, humanity after Adam lost it through disobedience. How we can get it back? We get it back through obedience, but not only through obedience, because we have to pay the price of disobedience. God have to get the blessing back to us by another man. That the Bible called that man the last Adam. Who is the last Adam? The first Adam was Adam and Eve, and the last Adam was Jesus Christ. God came into the world in the human body. The last Adam, Jesus Christ, never sinned even one time. He completely. He totally obeyed the Father. He was a man of authority. He spoke the word of authority to stop the wind, to heal the sick. He never lacked. He has the anointing. He walked in love and faith and compassion and mercy. He was the last Adam. The first Adam had that before he fell, but the last Adam came. Looked like first Adam before he. Fell into sin, and this last Adam, the man called Jesus, 
who walk in authority and never sin against God and have the blessing upon his life. You notice everywhere Jesus went, he feed the poor, uh, he feed the the five thousand, he healed the sick, he cast out demons. Everywhere he went, blessing happened. The Garden of Eden happened over there. Everywhere he went, and he was the one who shed his blood and brought the blessing and authority back to us. So the first step. To get the blessing back, the blessing back is to give your life to Jesus, to believe in Jesus, to have Jesus in you, to repent of your sin and start to walk in obedience. Amen. Amen. And this is what Jesus say. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen to twenty. Go therefore, make disciples of all the nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Jesus came into the world, and he received because of his total obedience to God the Father. He received all the authority over the earth, under the earth. And in heaven, all the authority was given to Jesus because of His total humility and obedience. And He say, "I give this authority to you." Are you glad? Yes. Are you glad that God give authority to you back? Yes. You look so excited. Look so excited. I'm so excited. I get authority back that Adam lost. Amen? The problem is that many Christians in the world, even though they go to church for 10 years, they speak in tongue, they read the Bible, but they never know that they have authority. They never realize that God, Jesus has given the same authority that God gave to Adam, the dominion and the power to them. So from now on, we need to believe that we have authority. We need to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah. and the blessing of God will be upon us. Yeah. And everywhere we go, we g o i n g to be fruitful, yeah. multiply, and fill the earth. Yeah. Everyone, point to yourself. If you are a Christian, I have authority. I notice some of you. I have authority. I have authority. I have dominion. Why don't you do a little bit more excited? I have dominion. Not. Maybe you went to bed late last night or something. You look so tired. I have authority. I have dominion. Jesus bought it for me. I have the Holy Spirit. I have the Word. I have His name. I have all the angels in heaven supporting me. I have the blessing of Adam back to me, and I will walk in obedience. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God did not say like this. He did not say, "I will go out in the world, and I will cast out demon, and I will heal the sick." God never say that. What did God say? You and I go and exercise authority. Some Christian pray like this: "Oh God, please heal my wife. Please heal my kids." Oh God, please get this demon out of them. You will never find one scripture in the Bible that you pray this way. You pray that, Oh God, heal my wife, please. Oh God, get demon out of my kids, please. God say, it's not my job. If you keep praying that, it's not going to happen. It's not the job of God. What did God say? You have authority. To command sickness out of your wife, out of your kids, 
You and I have authority to command demon go out from your kids, from our family, to take this hand away from our money. We have authority. Don't give this responsibility to God. We have the responsibility. I read the scripture to you, and I will close. Mark chapter 16, 15 to 20. And he said to them, after he said, All authority come to me, and I give you this authority. Jesus said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow me, Jesus. Is that right? Follow who? Those who believe in my name. Jesus will cast out demons. Is that right? Who cast out demons? They, we, will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, okay, after Jesus gave this command, the disciple obey him. So then after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up to heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out. And they went out. Who are going to go out? We are going to go out. And preach everywhere. The Lord working with them. So you remember in Matthew chapter 28 say, I will be with you until the end of the age. When I went to Minnesota on Friday, the Lord was with me. I am the one who went. I am the one who exercised authority to cast out demons. But God was with me. He worked with me. The Lord working with them. Everyone say, the Lord worked with me. I have authority. And the Lord is on my side. He is with me. And not only he is with you, confirming, I like this sentence, confirming the word that you preach, that you speak. Go right now, sickness for my kids. The Lord is with you. You have authority to command. And the word you spoke through the accompanying signs. Signs and wonders will happen. You speak by faith. You believe in your heart you have authority. You speak the word of God. You command mountains to move. You command sickness to go away. You tell the devil to leave you alone. Don't touch my wife, my kids anymore. Don't touch my husband anymore. You command with authority. And you will see signs and wonders. The Garden of Eden will come back to you. Amen? Amen. It's not a physical land anymore. It's not the physical piece of land called Garden of Eden, but you are yourself the Garden of Eden. Everywhere you go, that place will become the Garden of Eden because you are the blessing of God. I want to get this into your spirit today. This is just introduction, okay? We're going to learn more. <laughs> this is just introduction about the blessing. The blessing. We are the candidate for the blessing. How many people believe from now on you have the blessing? You believe? Amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this teaching. That we understand the original purpose and plan of God for humanity. The first words you say to Adam. I bless you. Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. Oh Lord, your purpose and plan for humanity has not changed. We thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to be in this world 2,000 years ago as a man who totally obeyed you. And he bought back the blessing of Adam he is the Alpha and Omega the beginning of the blessing and he will finish the blessing the end therefore we come to Jesus Lord and we receive the authority 
and power of the Holy Spirit into our life. I pray, Father, that the members of this church and everyone who listen to this teaching will begin to walk in the blessing. Will believe in the blessing. Will be fruitful. Multiply and fill the earth. Their home shall be like the Garden of Eden. The family, their workplace, the, this church, their church will be like the Garden of Eden. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you haven't given your life to Jesus. I like to lead you to prayer right now. My question is: Are you born again? Do you have God as your Father? If you don't, you need to confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, and God will come in, and you will become a child of God. Pray with me right now. Close your eyes. Bow your head and speak to the Lord. Oh Father, I admit, Lord, that I make mistake. I have the nature of Adam, the nature of disobedience. But thank you, Lord, that you send your Son Jesus Christ to pay the penalty of my sin. Oh Lord Jesus, I receive your forgiveness. I receive your love. Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. Come into my life right now. I want to be reconciled to you, Father in heaven. Receive me into your kingdom. From today, I will experience the blessing of God. Everything I touch will be prosperous. My family, my finances, my health shall be prospered by You, Lord. From today on. Help me, Lord, to walk in obedience every day. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give the mighty hand of praises to the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Your life will get better and better and better. And the Lord will not only bless you, but bless your children to the thousand generations. Amen. Have good lunch. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your only son. Bring me your tired, you said. Bring me your weak. Bring me your hungry masses. We seek your
Your glory.